Hey everybody, Pastor Brent here with a midweek mini message for your encouragement today. Let's go. So last week, I get a phone call from a friend of mine, pastor in the States, amazing guy, amazing leader. He's leading his congregation through this time, just like I am. So he called me to find out how I'm doing, to talk for a few minutes, pray together. And he asked me a question. He said, how are you feeling? Like, how is this time for you in your body, in your spirit, in your mind? How are you coping? How are you doing? He asked a very caring question and I paused to answer it for a minute, collected myself, collected my thoughts, how am I doing? And I answered the question with a word that has since just started to frame in some thinking for me. I said, you know what? Here's how I feel right now. I feel sober. I wanna to talk to you for just a minute today about being sober. Not necessarily sober from alcohol, although that may apply to some of you. I mean sober-minded. The Bible tells us that being sober-minded is a key to experiencing the life of God. And I wanna just use this as a framework to think about the season we're in today, being sober-minded. These really are unprecedented days, aren't they? There's an added piece to this whole corona crisis that's going on because we aren't immune to day-to-day -day crises. I mean, we, we all have lives that are difficult at the best of times. Even before this happened, I had my own things I was dealing with, things at work, things relationally. Life wasn't easy before the coronavirus. In fact, one person asked me, not to mix more metaphors, you know, how are you doing? I answered him by saying, I kind of feel like I got double bounced on a trampoline. I had this thing going on and then the coronavirus hit and it's kind of messing my whole life up and what's that? And I'm trying to catch my balance. Anyway, we'll park that one. Stay on sober-mindedness. It's been hard because we're going through our lives and the structures, the systems, and the sources that we rely on have been shut down. First, entertainment goes away and the things that we do to relax, they close the gym. I can't play sports anymore. Then schools are shut down. The kids are home. It's hard to go out and about. Like all of the, the spaces and the sources of society that we lean on are gone. And that's what makes us so challenging for so many of us is those sources and those structures that we have leaned on and, and ingested for so long have dried up and are gone. And now we're just kind of left with ourselves in this time. And just being real honest with you today, and I suspect some of you can relate, I, I felt a certain degree for the first several days of this withdrawal. Like I actually felt withdrawal. As much as I love my kids, as glad as I was to see them home, it was it was like, I wish you were at school. Is that wrong? You know, wanting to go home at night after I was done my work day and to kick back and watch the Raptors, go to the gym. I wanted to play basketball, like all these things I love and that frankly aren't bad things, but I started to feel this sense of withdrawal for a few days and I was I was dragging. And I started to think about it as, as a few days passed and I started to look at why am I feeling this way? I, I started to think maybe I have an unhealthy healthy dependency on some of these things and what I'm experiencing is a bit of a hangover. Hang with me. Maybe I've been drunk on some things. Not alcohol, I don't even drink. But maybe I was drunk on comfort. Maybe I was drunk on options. Maybe I've been ingesting too much false peace from false security. And now as these things have gone away and I'm not able to kind of go to the tap anymore and to drink from that well, I found for a few days a sense of withdrawal. Maybe you found that too. But here's the crazy thing that's happened. Over the last few days, I've found myself getting clarity and perspective and a new sense of peace rushing in that wasn't there before. And I'm actually finding silver lining after silver lining after silver lining in all of these scenarios. I mean, as much as I'd love to go play basketball right now with my friends, go to the gym, be with people, gather as a church, I'm finding all these silver linings because my perspective's changing and I'm getting a certain degree of clarity that I didn't have before. Maybe you can identify with this. And the Bible calls this being sober 
minded. The Apostle Peter, in his letter to the first Christians, said this in chapter 1, verse 13. He said, Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace in Christ Jesus. Several other times he says, be sober-minded, be sober-minded. And that somehow he's telling us there is a connection between our ability to be sober-minded and our ability to fully connect ourselves and set our hope and integrate our lives into the reality of God in Christ Jesus. Perhaps the reason you and I in our day-to-day -day lives don't experience the fullness of Jesus, the fullness of the presence of the power of God and the Holy Spirit, maybe it has nothing to do with a lack of desire on God's part or even on our part. Maybe it's that we have been drunk on things and consuming things that actually get in the way of our ability to connect ourselves and set ourselves in Christ Jesus. Maybe we've been consuming too much false comfort. Maybe we've ingested too many options, too many plans, too much false peace. And this is a time where God wants to sober us up. Maybe this crisis is a dose of cold water to wake us up so we can actually set our hopes truly in Christ Jesus like never before. Here's what I know to be true. Nothing good ever has come out of someone being drunk. No great ingenuity, no great invention. No one's changed their lives when they were drunk. It always happens after when someone sobers up. And I know this to be true. With sobriety comes clarity. With sobriety comes the opportunity for transformation. And with sobriety comes the opportunity to ingest something different and something better. And maybe that's exactly what the Apostle Paul was getting at in Ephesians when he said, don't get drunk on wine. Don't get drunk on culture. Don't get drunk on your RRSP. Don't get drunk on options. Don't get drunk on basketball. Don't get drunk on all the things that you know and love, but be filled, he says, with the Holy Spirit who has come to enhance your life. My prayer for me and my prayer for us in this season is that we would see some areas in our lives that maybe even good things have crept in to complicate and maybe even set itself up as a false comfort and that maybe we would actually sober up on some things we've been ingesting and consuming for far too long that have been blocking us from receiving the fullness of God. God fills what he forms and maybe this is a season where he wants to clear out more space for you to experience all he has for you. May you be fully sober-minded in this season and set your hope in Christ Jesus like never before.